What entire nation? What Alabama? Betty Crocker. Alabama. Betty Crocker. It's a TikTok dude. Oh, okay. I'm Brendan. And I'm Alex. And this is Refined 90s Cinema, episode 23. Heck yes. We're continuing our threesome on psychological thrillers. Our threesome. Our triad. Our hat trick mm. of psychological thrillers, and so this is my new um, this is my new segment idea. I was telling Alex this morning that I have gained some weight, especially over the pandemic. I weighed myself this morning, and I am two oh seven, working from home or going to work and working virtually. I've just been sitting around all the time, and it's not that good. This is my idea. We do a segment. We call it. Brendan becomes less of a fat fuck. (laughs) So my goal is to walk five kilometers a day and to start with two high intensity workouts of 20 minutes a week. And then that'll go up hopefully to three and four. That's That's a good idea. That's my starting place. Seems like a pretty good idea. So what are you drinking? I'm drinking some Earl Grey tea uh, because it's midday and I didn't want to get any wine or anything. And I also kind of have like a little bit of a headache today, which... By the way, you know how I've like had headaches a lot all the time? Yeah. Um, I just finally discovered why, so like what the main cause of them is. I went to the dentist the other day um, and I like had him look at because I had toothaches on my right side combined with the headaches. And I was like, like I didn't have any cavities last time I was here, which was like a year ago. So I, I doubt it's anything like that. And he looked and there was no cavities. And then he took an x-ray and he showed me the x-ray. And I guess the roots of my teeth are so long that they're like sort of poking into my like sinus area a little bit. I'll do it. The nerves in there are like really sensitive and like some of the prime nerves were causing headaches. So whenever I like clench down on my teeth or then I clench and grind my teeth a lot, like I, it's just the way that it, I don't even know if I'm doing it during the mm. day. And then at night I have a bite plane so that it doesn't hurt my teeth when I do it. But that not only puts pressure on my teeth, but it puts pressure on that sinus nerve that causes headaches. So that's why that's been happening. It's the first time in all the people I've seen that someone has told me this stuff. Yeah, that's weird. Like, they take yeah. x-rays pretty regularly. Well, exactly. And I always complain about headaches when I go to the dentist or the doctor or whatever else. But now I know, so I can, like, try to find ways to maybe relax a little bit more before I go to sleep at night or whatever else. Yeah. Correct that. That's good. But if you suffer from chronic headaches, folks, go to your desk, have them take an x-ray of your molars. And it could be your, be your giant your teeth. Yep. <laughs> could be your deep roots, baby. But it's also a good thing because it means that your teeth, like, I have I know a few of my teeth, they're like, oh, you don't have, like, a lot of root. So we really have to, like, clean it well and be careful. My roots are bigger than your roots, Brandon. So, yeah, it's not, a, it's not, it's not how big it is, Alex. It's how you use it. <laughs> How you use your roots. Yeah, use those roots, baby. Oh, baby. Anyway, what I was saying before we started recording was uh, the movie that we're watching today, The Game uh, from 1997, is like apparently one of the best psychological thrillers from the 90s era. I am ready to start the game from 1997. Let's go. Let's go. Have you ever seen Gattaca? No. It's like a futuristic, it's not really a thriller, it's more like a sci-fi-y, but makes you think. There's a lot of, like, I really like watching thrillers. I don't know what it is Mm. about them, it's just like, that's why I like Black Mirror so much. I think we talked about Black Mirror a little bit last week. We did. And how the first episode was the wrong episode for them to put. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I like watching this kind of stuff because it makes your mind go places that it doesn't just go on its own normally. Or watching like family movies. Yeah, it's got like the the weird like grainy film effect. Do you think they actually use they shot this, or do you think I think they... it's an effect you can add after the fact? No, I know that, but do you think? Yeah, I guess it looks like they probably shot this and then made it look like that. Yeah, I think the film grain effect is a loop. That's what it looks like, anyway. A man and his son. A man and his little and his sister. Son. Or, that looks like a very large baby. <laughs> like, maybe it's just because he was small, but the baby that he was holding was, like, huge. That's well, fucking funny. His, his older man leaves him. Yeah, 
there were creepy clouds for a second too, which, you know, gotta love that. Was it just me or were there no men in that scene where they're all clapping? It's true. It was all women clapping. That's weird. Some of these camera angles are very like, they're very interesting. That is a nice kitchen. It's beautiful. Oh my God. I like that a lot. That's a beautiful home. Holy crap. He's even got like a it's roundabout got driveway. Like four chimneys. <laughs> and a ju- and look at all the houses are like that. He's the, he lives in the rich neighborhood. Ah, streetcars. A streetcar named Alexander. I've never been in a streetcar, I don't think. I've been in one or two. I had one here for a little while. I don't know if it's even still running now, though. But like just on wheels or actually? It was just on wheels, yeah. The ones in Toronto are on tracks. Substantiation. Yeah, that's a heck of a word, isn't it? Is this the, this is the same guy or a different guy? Same guy. So obviously he's high powered, makes a ton of money. It's like watching the news wow. in the stock market. But like on his computer. So yeah. in ninety seven, that was only for like the mega rich. Ooh. The ex phone calls from calling. the ex. Abort, abort. <laughs> you think he's uh he's banging his secretary? She turned around and said, Happy birthday. <laughs> That's a phone call for a <laughs> lunch with Seymour Butts, <laughs> and he takes it. It's got to be some kind of code, right? It's not actually. Oh, someone. obviously. It's not like, well, maybe the guy's name is actually Seymour Butts. I'm sure someone somewhere has that unfortunate name. Oh, his name is Conrad. It's not Seymour. He's a con man. I've never been to a restaurant where they make they have a dress code, to be honest. But yeah, he said they gave him a jacket when he came in. Everyone's There's some restaurants work. where like they have a dress code and if you're not in a suit and tie, they don't let you in. Damn. We should we should have a fancy dinner at one of those places one day, Brennan. <laughs> I don't think we can afford it. <laughs> We're refined nineties cinema. We're not <laughs> ridiculously rich 90s cinema oh well the movie we're watching right now says otherwise what are you drinking by the way brendan i have a coffee and some water yeah i also have water drink your water folks water down oh see they're brothers that's what i figured so he's been in and out of rehab it's like he's like the bad brother but really he's like the cool one you'd want to hang out with he's like the henry cully culkin in this situation and his brother's like the super successful wealthy Oh, I well, I forgot. It was the 90s. You could smoke inside. No, he even commented on the fact that it's illegal to smoke in restaurants in California. So apparently some places you couldn't. His brother... He gives him, a, like, a card and it says... It's like a recreational service Consumer card. recreation services? Call that number. It'll make your life fun. That sounds not suspicious at all. You'll have a profound life experience. Don't be rude to the waitress. Oh, he says he called the number and his life changed. Yeah, so it's the best thing that ever happened to him. Oh, do you know what's going to happen right now? What? I think they're going to sing him happy birthday. Yes! <laughs> Amazing. You ever had that done? Yeah, like a couple times. Yeah, They don't really do it anymore. Like restaurants, I don't think. I think you could request it if you really wanted to, but... Like they used to do it at the keg. Oh, the keg is so good. Man, if I ever have money, that's the first thing I do. A gate that opens when my car pulls in. Oh my god, it makes you feel so powerful. So I'm assuming that this guy is like the boy in all these This is like mirror videos. imagery. Yeah, he sees like a boy driving the same it's path. A, yeah, it's a boy in the backseat of a car where his dad's driving, but like all those camera angles are the same in the home videos as we're getting on the film. It's pretty cool. He's, he's having a flashback. Is it a flashback or is it like a... Like a synchronous... No, I think it's a flashback. Like a memory. Seems like the uh, the home movies. Oh, he sees someone on the roof. Do you think like he saw his mom jump or something? Maybe, yeah. His mom or his dad killed themselves. That would make sense for why your uh, their brothers are so close. I think she's like hired help. Like a maid. Yo, I wish I could just go home and pull a burger out of the oven. And <laughs> it's good to go. It's like a takeout burger, though. That's not even like a... Uh, I know, but like... She didn't make there. that. Look at that. Why even have a kitchen? Really, though? It's such a nice kitchen, he's not even going to use it. And he's singing himself happy birthday and gets a bottle of wine. Refined 90 cinema. <laughs> he is the most refined, I think, of any kid. Of any kid, of any uh, character we've covered. Dude, you're forgetting about the goot. <laughs> the goot. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Gutenberg, okay? The dude was super refined. It's true. Hitting on 17-year-olds. His name's Conrad, but they call him Connie. Yeah, I don't really get that. That's kind of mean. 
Oh, is it, it must have been his dad that jumped. Is that his ex-wife or his mom? I think it's his ex-wife. Nicholas. He has like a monogram shirt. It's like the typical baggy dress shirt from the 90s. Oh, he's going to call the number. He's wearing a Burt. Wow, that is a nice house. Super is. I like that painting. With like the lamps and the wood. Okay, now we're getting a flashback to him watching his father or mother. Looks like a woman. Can't really tell though. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I think it's his dad. Is it? I don't know. And you see like police and... And I guess he was 48 when it happened, and maybe that was his 48th birthday. Yeah. I think about that sometimes. Like, my parents were this my age when this happened, or... Yeah, it's funny to compare, because the generations are so dramatically different. Oh, he didn't call the number. He actually went into the place. I like the mood of this movie. It's very dark. Yeah, it's very, like... I don't know how to explain it. It makes me think of Batman. (laughs) Yeah. With the, this, well, this scene where you walk into this consumer recreation services is like dark and then the ceiling and all of the, all of the, like, it's like black and white. So the ceiling is white. It's like the cave when they go check out the new Batmobile. Yep. In the dark. Very similar. They're renovating. They're still moving into the new building, I guess. It's very nice. This okay, guy, like, like the main character guy, looks so so unhappy and miserable. The the guy, yeah, it just yeah. makes sense that he would actually. Well, go he's to in that place. big huge house alone. Yeah, you know, it's that thing of like it, it's that it's that thing of how much is enough, and if you had everything, would you be happy materialistically? And the answer is no. He has like some takeout Chinese, and he offers himself. Oh, he's gonna have like psych tests and do an application for him. It's one of those like personality tests. Sometimes. <laughs> do you ever feel guilty when you masturbate? I think maybe like when I was younger, we provide whatever's lacking. And he made like vague references to like you're gonna go on a vacation, <laughs> you win a new car. A new car. He's like, I already have a car. <laughs> you know i think about that and like 90 percent of people wouldn't even know that theme song anymore because it's not a very popular show anymore since bob barker died it's true now it's drew carey i know but like for some reason it just he's just not alex trebek also passed away yeah that's upsetting yeah he's signing on the dotted line ominous music playing in the background I don't know why, but to me, like, one of the sign, the sign of, like, success is, like, a glass wall. I mean, most successful businesses do have like, a glass wall. If, if you can afford a wall entirely of glass, I'm just amazed. Dude, glass is expensive. It's true. Think about how much it costs to replace a windshield in your car. Yeah, like, a thousand bucks. Yeah, it's insane. It's almost more expensive than, like, a chassis. Well, I don't think that's true, but <laughs> they're very expensive. They are. Cars in general. Oh, it's like it's not even like a Rorschach. It's like, how do you feel when you see the card? First word Ooh. that comes to mind: death. <laughs> Car flying off the cliff. Whoops! Battery of psychological. This is tests. a pretty like intensive testing session. It kind of reminds me of like the brainwashing in Lost. Oh, it is kind of similar. When they sit him in the room and they force him to watch all the stuff. He's doing like a stress test. It's like very medical. Apparently it's taken all day for him to do these things. Is it like every time you see a word, you press the button? They like put him in a dark room to watch like a random series of image flashes. It's like subliminal messaging. (laughs) Initials here, in blood. Just kidding. This guy's creepy. But like oddly charming. So he did all these tests. He spent like his whole day here. Probably had to take the day off work for it. They have to like accept him into it? Is that how it works? Into the game. Now he's playing racquetball. Oh, now he's like hearing people talking about it in the racquetball locker room. Isn't it funny how like when you've done something, you then are more aware of about hearing about it in other people's conversations. But if you don't know anything about something, it doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah, it's called batter Meinhof. Oh, really? It's called the batter Meinhof effect because it is mentioned. It's like when you see a kind of car and you go like, I like that car. And then you see it everywhere. Or you buy a new car and then you see your car. Right. It's because you're more aware of it. Yeah. So it's front of mind and you start to notice it more and more. Really, it's seemingly random because they did studies to see, is it actually happening more? Are you experiencing it more? Or is it just your brain is picking up on it differently than it was before? There's an article on damn interesting and they talk about the batter meinhof effect there's a website called damn interesting yeah and it's like a bunch of blog posts about really cool stuff yeah i'm gonna write that down yeah that's awesome now i see (laughs) 
where once I was blind, now he I goes see. to like a social club drinking scotch, and the other one of the other guys mentions it to him. Literally, only the kind of place you could go if you were super rich. It's like he's got tons of money for being successful, but he's got nothing else. He's a banker. We didn't really know that yet. On the morrow. That's like a typical rich person thing to say. He literally just walked away from a meeting full of people at a big-ass table so he could answer his phone. Big, important man here. Look at his tiny cell phone. Oh. That's a Motorola StarTac right there. The funny thing is now we want bigger phones. But in the late 90s, like, a smaller phone was like a, a measure of success. So I think the girl on the phone told him he couldn't participate in the game or something. Maybe that's all part of it, Alex. They it tell you you didn't is. get in. There's a fountain in his driveway. Oh no! He gets home. The maid is, is maid? Pr- or uh, probably California. Yay! Oh, he's having flashbacks to when his dad jumped off the roof. She's laying in the same spot. I'm gonna say his dom because we don't know if it's his dad or his mom yet. His dom. His dominatrix. Rich That's guys have that, right? Oh, it's like a clown. Oh, creepy. Like, it looks like he's wearing, like, clown pants. Yeah, creepy clown. Yeah, it's like a porcelain... He just drags it inside to his house. Well, who in their right mind wouldn't call the cops? That could be a fucking real person in there. I know. It's because he's rich, Alex. He thinks, like, he's like, whatever. Oh, it's not a real person. It's a... It's just like a dummy. Man. It's a key from CRS. He Clearly, he's a businessman. He goes home to drink wine and watch the news. He puts the clown in his chair and is looking at him. <laughs> just sits there with it. Do you also notice how he has two couches? Well, he's rich. What else is he going to spend his money on? <laughs> he's like, oh, I might as well just get two of them. I think one couch per room is probably enough. He takes like a butter knife and he's like cutting it. <laughs> TV, talk to him. Called him a bloated millionaire fat cat. <laughs> TV is talking to him. It's like Saw, Brendan. The news anchor is just like giving him instructions. Now he's looking around for a little camera. This is freaky. What would you do if your TV just started talking? I to would like, like start smashing it. <laughs> Man. Yeah, he's trying to take the TV apart. Ilsa. This was the inspiration for Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> this is the future of Frozen. Elsa's just a maid. <laughs> She, she was a queen. Is she some sort of queen or princess? I don't know. And then, and then she just becomes a maid. Oh, they're totally watching him. And he shows him the camera angle. Weird. Van Broughton Library. If your house is big enough that you have to start naming rooms, that isn't like kitchen, bedroom, <laughs> bathroom. Oh, the cloud is the camera. Sneaky. Man, that looks cool. Oh, he gives him a... Oh. So now he's part of the game. He gives yeah. him a phone number to call. It's like an escape room. You're not allowed to ask what the object is or whatever. You can't, like, ask the answer, but you can ask questions. Or, like, a clue. Or you get a clue or whatever. So I guess his game is he, he's going to keep getting keys and he has to figure out where to use them or what to do with them. He sets his alarm. I don't know. It's kind of a... It's kind of like enticing in the sense of like, if you could get, and I mean, I'm sure it's expensive, but like someone could control your life in a way that it would go better and you would live a happier life. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting. Well, now he's like painfully aware of everything going on around him because he's curious as to what's going to be part of the game. he's paranoid, right? Yeah. When he says, like they told him he wouldn't know how he's going to get the keys, right? So like, you imagine not knowing what's going to happen ever. Sounds kind of interesting. It's a spoon. It's a key attached to a clown head. But he does he know he doesn't know what the other key is to yeah. Nope, sure doesn't. Oh, it's a rattle mm. with a clown on it. <laughs> he's like Oh my god, he's so like wigged out right so now. So paranoid of everyone around him. Michael Douglas. Everyone is drinking scotch in this movie. Yeah. Everyone's a rich poke. Looks delicious. <laughs> His pen exploded. Have you ever had that happen in your pocket? Oh, it's the worst. It ruins your clothes, too. There's, like, no way to get it out. Guy asks him for toilet paper. Have you ever done that before to, to someone? No, I usually Man, just... what a dick. If somebody asked for toilet paper, I would get them some. Yeah, he asked him to go to the next stall and get it for him. Is that Michael Caine? It sounds like Michael Caine. I don't think it is. The voice is similar, though. And he does look like him. It looks like him from the side, but we don't really see him from the front. He gets in a limo, there's, like, spare shirts ready for him. God, this guy's rich. Yeah, like, he literally, I don't even know, like, he, where is he? Where was he? He was at an airport. Oh, okay. 
he gets into like a Lincoln limo. Little Bear Books publisher. <laughs> Did he call him Ansel or Asshole? Your father. Okay, so do you think he like took over his father's business yeah. or work? Maybe he was like sort of forced into it or something because he was the heir. He felt like a sense of duty that he had to do it. That would be awful to feel that way. I mean, in some families, that's how it goes. Yeah, but it would feel awful to like have that obligation, you know, if that's not what you wanted to do with your life. I think that happens for quite a few people, though. I'm sure it does. Like a lot of times it's like the stereotype that doctors want their children to be doctors you know well or just people who are very successful right they have their own business they have some money they built it up and they think i'll leave this to my kids oh he can't get his briefcase open he's gonna have to use the key on his briefcase he's like wait a second i have a key oh he put it on his keys or someone put it on his keys for him i guess so have you ever carried a briefcase no i don't really think i've ever owned one even so he can't open his briefcase and the lock, the key on his keychain didn't work in the lock. Now he's just like smacking it up. He's having a temper tantrum like a little bitch. <laughs> like a little bitch. <laughs> little bitch alert. <laughs> 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 and again, he's drinking whiskey. This guy's an alcoholic. I mean, I think I think I think it still is to a certain extent like a sign of wealth. I mean, if I could drink scotch in like a glass on the rocks. For shits than I would. Oh, she insulted him. She spilled a tray of drinks on him and then goes, it looks like the cleaning's going to be worth more than the suit. And then she called him an asshole and walked away. Well, he was acting like an asshole. He deserves it. The manager comes by and fires her. Well, I've, now I feel bad for her. It was an honest mistake. Like, people spill shit sometimes. And he also wasn't watching where he was going. No, he just, like, stood up and, and didn't like, even look. into her. My reaction would be like, I'm so sorry, I bumped you. Like, let yeah. me help you clean it up and, and like, I'll double tip you because I feel terrible. Uh, yeah. Like, it's not like he doesn't have the money to replace his fucking suit. Who cares? Did she leave, like, her phone number or something? <laughs> he got some sort of note and he follows her into an alley. Now a dude's, like, having a heart attack while he's following her. Well, he's clearly, like, I think the first one thing is, like, he's self-absorbed. He didn't help the dude with the toilet paper. He didn't apologize to the waitress. He was a dick to the book publisher. Oh, and now he, she came back to help the dude that, like, passed out. He had, like, something in his mouth. But I don't, oh, oh, it's giving me shivers, man. How do we know he's real? So they get him an ambulance. And she's like the polar opposite of him. He's like, I don't know this man. I don't want to fill out the report. And then she's like, let me take it. I'll fill out the report. They Maybe just put them gonna, both like, in the ambulance. They're going to like have a love connection or something. Yes, she was introduced to us as Christine. So don't let her get away. And he's just trying to do anything he can to get out of the, get out of the situation. Maybe she's going to be his wife one day. You never know. Or his bang maid. Or his bang maid. They're filling out the forms in the hospital oh, garage shit. and all the power goes out. What would you do if like you went and talked to someone about changing your life and all of a sudden all this weird shit started happening? I would feel like I was in the game. Yeah, see, he thinks this is all part of it, but it could be and it could not be. Is that like she's part of this too with him? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, but a fire extinguisher is not that light that you can just toss it across an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's like, I'm getting out of here. But the note said, don't let her get away. So you know, follow her like a creepy star. He is going to follow her. Oh, yeah. There were like tons of people there, too. And the second the lights went out, everyone disappeared. Ooh, elevator the opens. The creepy music in the background is no, getting to me, It's bro. like this like piano. Man, this is good. And he's still following her. She's got like a really closed posture standing next to him. Like, she's oh, yeah. Just, like, she's like, this dude's fucking creepy. He's talking yeah. to you about some game. What would you do if someone started talking to you about... Everything that was happening to them was being controlled. Oh, the key's gonna work in the elevator. Because the elevator's not going anywhere. It works. That was suspenseful. <laughs> now they're trapped in the elevator. Thought his phone I, wasn't I working. I would call and be like, I think I'm good. Please don't keep letting me be part of the game. Can I be done? <laughs> like when I was a kid at the dinner table. May I be excused? So the elevator stopped, but there's no emergency phone. That actually is the best thing to do. If you're trapped in an elevator, just wait for help. Do not get out. Do not get on top of the car. Do not try to force the doors open. Yeah, but it's a movie. Everyone in movies always force the doors open. 
I'm just telling people, if you're ever in a similar situation where your life is being controlled by some sort of force or people, oh, he's like, I'll hoist you up. And she's like, I'm not wearing any underwear. Michael D's getting his D. Michael D. Giving her the D. No, actually climbing the yeah, he's elevator shaft. Climbing an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> That's way more terrifying. Well, where do you think you're going to go, though? He, and he also has tons of strength to be able to pull her up. Well, I mean, she must weigh like only 100 pounds, so. She, they made it out. Now he's just wiping his hands off on his oh, suit. They're in CRS. She's like, I don't want to get arrested. See ya. After the alarm starts going off. Oh, the security's, they're running. Security is chasing them. <laughs> now they're just running from the cops. Well, it's not the cops. It's, it's still like CRS the security. CRS security. They have a guard dog. It's not even, it's like a chase dog. That's a bite your leg and take you down dog. That's not yeah. a, that's not a nice dog. Nope, sure isn't. That's not a, oh, what a cute pupper. <laughs> oh man, she is a talented runner and hider. Oh, my, ah. maybe you should learn how to fucking climb a ladder. Like it's but it's not, like slippery and it's wood. I bet it's wood. <laughs> now there's other dogs too. There's like barbed wire. And where is this? I know. They're like in the worst possible place. He's like climbing a steam pipe. His shoe was a thousand dollars. What's the most you've ever spent on a pair of shoes? Like 40 bucks from Walmart. Oh, really? I don't buy very exact. Well, actually, I spent $200 on hiking shoes one time. And then there you go. Yeah, I think that's the most I've ever spent too, as well. Like a pair of really nice, like my winter hiking boots that are really nice. Oh, this reminds I'm getting Home Alone flashbacks of the ladder in the alleyway. They just like released a ladder and it fell. That's weird. What? How did they get to like Chinatown? <laughs> well, if they're in like a big city. Dude, this girl's crazy. She's just, like, climbing. But where do you think you're going? That's what I don't understand. She's gonna jump off this landing as these, like, Asian restaurateurs (laughs) are. These, oh, she falls into garbage. She's fine. He's gonna do the same? Because he's fucking dumbass. I don't think garbage would break your fall that well, depending on what's, what's in it. Like, if it's food garbage, it'd be pretty soft. True. Oh, they were fine. Oh, he made her laugh. He said, table for two, please. And she giggled. They're going to fall in love, Brendan. Where are they going? A, a tall building near there, I guess. Everything okay, miss? The cop stops and asks her if she's okay. I kind of like that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like... Where are they going? Oh, his, his office? His apartment. It's his, it's his house. But I thought his house was like a big, huge... Oh, no, it's, a, it's his office. You're right. It's got to be like an apartment or an office or something. Oh, I think it's an apartment that he has, like, wherever he went. Maybe? Or no, it looks like his office. Yeah, it's definitely his office. I mean, she is very pretty, and he is very classically handsome, so... Oh, he's got a shower, like, right in the bathroom of his office. And she... Oh, she just starts taking she's her She's like, well, off. here we go. Oh, someone oh. paid her to spill the drinks on him. Now she's hitting on him. And the note said, don't let her get away. And he put her in a cab. You're not now f- he's going to get in the other cab and say, follow that You're cab. not very good at this game, Michael Douglas. Yeah, God. God. Get better. Be better. Mike, Michael D. Douglas. More like Michael Dickless. <laughs> get a dick. <laughs> get a dick. Five five five. No, but did you know that those uh, five five numbers are reserved for movies? Really? So in North America, there's no phone numbers that start with five five five, and in movies and TV shows, they use that because before they had a special number that they could use in scripts, people would call those numbers. So the people who had the numbers, if the thing was popular enough. Well, it doesn't surprise me. Right, and then, like, they couldn't use that number anymore. So they set aside this section of numbers that always start with 555. That's interesting. At least in in America. I don't know if that's every country, but but now most places, like, you have a a 10-digit phone number because you put the area code. Oh, yeah, that's true. So he goes to this hotel where apparently he left his... Some his credit card yep. and paid for a suite, but he doesn't remember being there. Oh, maybe she stole his credit card. I don't know, man. Oh, no, he's got the key in his pocket. That guy kind of looks like Jin from, I don't think it's him, but kind of looks like him from, uh, from Lost. I'm bringing up Lost twice in this episode. It's because you're so lost. 
I'm lost. I'm lost in Michael Douglas. Yeah, she's she's gonna fucking be there. That's a what? beautiful hotel room. There's a piano and a vase. What the hell? His hotel room's trashed. And there's like porn playing on the TV and pictures everywhere. What the? And his signature on the receipt? His shirts? And his briefcase. His briefcase, but it looks like it's open. A Polaroid with a bunch of pictures of him banging somebody. Is it him or does it just look like him? Oh, it... It looks like her. And there's like drugs and cocaine. Oh, so maybe like... Maybe him... Maybe him and her, like, got a hotel or something afterwards. I don't know. I'm so confused. But he doesn't, like, obviously it wasn't him. It's, like, blackmail. And he's, like, just, like, frantically trying to clean it all up. He's going to cut himself. Oh, obviously. And, like, get high because he's going to cut himself in the drugs. Does that that happen that way? I don't even know. I don't know. Toilet's not going to work. Overflowing. Have you ever seen a toilet react so violently? (laughs) No, I have not. It's, like, bubbling up like, uh... What was that movie we watched? I don't remember. I don't remember what movie you're talking about, but Never mind. I remember that I remember that happening. His car was in the parking lot. Was valet parked. Now this I'm is so confused, this, this is where it gets good. We're halfway through. Ooh, he's being followed by like multiple cars, it looks like. This movie has like constantly creepy piano. It's music like it's 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 a, it's nothing but suspenseful. And now everything is paranoying him have you ever been in a car and like thought someone was following oh, you because for sure you all the for time? sure especially if it's like i'm coming from work oh he's following he stole him. the gun from inside of his jacket he just shot his tire <sighs> shit he's run like he's PI. so he terrified he just runs away and leaves his car well i mean he just shot out the tire in it sutherland is that who he said yeah the ritz carlton is that like his lawyer Oh, he went to see the publisher. He just like throws all the naked pictures of himself at this at the publisher dude who's sitting with his family eating breakfast. Yeah, and he publishes children's books. And he's like smoking a cigar. That's the sign of a man with success, Alex. Smoking a cigar at breakfast with your family. You ever smoked a cigar? I have. No, I don't like them. I you don't really even smoke. No, that's the thing. You don't inhale it. You like taste it. So I don't really like know what to do. It's the only reason that I've tried one because I can't like smoke anything actually because of my lung. So, so he asks his attorney to find out about CSR. There's another envelope in his briefcase. What is that magazine? There's like a magazine in there. He gives these like they gave me a waiver and there's nothing except his signature. It's like invisible ink. We oh, just said it. Oh, now I think he's being toyed with. Oh, they're fucking with him, Brendan. You think this like old crusty lawyer dude is gonna find anything? I don't think so. <laughs> no, he looks like he's ready to just be. Do you think he's like, did I bag this? Like, she's pretty hot. <laughs> he's probably he's probably seeing the bra now and being like, oh, it's probably the girl. Or it's her clothes. Because she also, he gave her some other clothes. Oh, yeah. They gave him a like a crank, crank for, for a, a window? A window or like a spaghetti maker? <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> like, like a, a, like a pasta <laughs> maker or a, it, oh, you know what it almost looks like? A pepper mill. Like a pepper grinder. Mm, yeah. Like a fancy, maybe, I don't know. Weird. Or like a coffee grinder, like a manual one. I would love a manual coffee oh, grinder. Oh, the light when he walked in his house was ripped out of the wall. Yo, they like fucked with his house yeah. too. Phone off the hook. I like that phone. He's he's more paranoid. He's got a gun. I don't know. What I don't understand is why didn't he take all the paperwork from the PI out of the PI's car? Yeah, they do just left his car. He could have found out what he had on him and then brought it to his lawyer or somebody. There's candles lit. The power's out. Oh, what is this? It's like his dining room. Welcome home. You're fucked. Kraken, dick face. What else does it say on the wall? Die, die, die. Just his house game. was like graffitied in blacklight. It's kind of cool. And there's scaffolding and speakers everywhere. It's lit, dude. It's literally fancy laser tag. Don't cry, pretty boy. Jesus. There's like, like my father before me, I choose eternal sleep. And it's a picture of his dead father on the front steps. So they're just fucking with him. Oh, he goes, oh, she lives next door in like the nothing's happened to her, which is wonderful because she seems like a nice person. Yeah, the maid seems like I bet she, she doesn't she, deserve I it. I think the thing 
and everything's back to normal. That's oh, it's a brother. She's like, is there a break in? And so the the like nine a nine one one operator. Is there still someone in the house? Man, oh, I think that's a question that they have to ask. When I was a kid, I don't know if I ever told you the story. My sister accidentally she says accidentally, but she used to say she was going to do it all the time. Call nine one one on me because I was like the babysitter. <laughs> and the 911 operator was like, are you okay? Are you stuck in a closet? And I was like, no, this is like my normal voice. And then they had to send a police officer, obviously, because we're alone. And my parents ended up getting home at the same time as the police. And we all had a really big laugh. So he's driving with his brother and their tire just got shot out. Whoa, dude. Have you ever had and a tire? And his brother was telling him that he paid them to make them stop. The rich, pretty boys don't know how to change a tire. Oh, oh Jesus. It's just keys. Oh, his brother thinks that he's doing it because the keys came out of the glove compartment. Oh, your brother runs away. He looked like in really bad shape. He had like the the disheveled shirt, sweaty. No one does that. No one comes out and hears people yelling and then says, I'm calling the cops. They just listen and eavesdrop. Oh, they're having a heart to heart in the street screaming at each other. <laughs> yep. Oh, see, uh, nobody asked you to play dad. This is like a big part of his his character. Now his brother's booking his to way. The subway. Like to the subway. And there's like a homeless dude. He's going to order a foot long teriyaki chicken. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a payphone there, but now there's a payphone there. It's fucking weird. And all the payphones on the street are ringing. Randomly. I thought it was a subway too, but it's just like a footbridge down oh. to like a lower level. Yeah. Oh, it's a recording of their argument. Is that what the now handle was for? For the jack? Maybe. <laughs> he locked the car. Where's he going? I have no idea where this is going. Uh-oh. Mm. Cab locked the door in the back seat and is not taking him where he wants to go. D. Marshall. C.R.S. Yeah. is the initials of the company he works for. That's terrifying. Being trapped in a cab that's gone rogue? Hell yeah, it's It's a crazy taxi. Cheese and rice. He's just fucking freaking out in the back of this cab. All the streetlights are out. Oh, dude. He's going to go through a bridge out into the water. Like the picture at the beginning. Remember when he said, oops? Oh, yeah. Is that Mark Wahlberg? I don't think it was. Yeah, see? Out to the water he goes. Oops. Yeah, except it wasn't an oops. <laughs> I like that guy. Oh, and he can't get out? That's terrifying. Oh, it's the knob to open the door or crank the window. You're right. Oh, jeez. But there's so much water coming in. Like, how do you get out? I don't know. Oh, he managed. Jeez. Oh, it's going to go up in CRS. It's going to be not there anymore. He's like bringing his lawyer and the police And the police detectives, he just said so, obviously. Oh, obviously they're not going to be there. It's all part of it, right? Yeah. Nothing. uh, Like like a bomb went through. Yeah, like they tore the whole place out. They're still under construction or something. What if for the whole movie, he's just been in the CRS office and watching that reel of videos happen? What do you think, Brandon? How's that for a prediction? It was pretty common back in the 90s to do stuff like that. He told the cops everything from the beginning and they're like, but they could be working for him. Like, we don't know. Man, she gives him like very, very mom, very like, yeah, mom meals. What is that? Like Salisbury steak, (laughs) ham sandwich, (laughs) a a pickle and some egg salad and milk. Sounds delicious. But I mean, it's definitely the kind of stuff that your mom would make you for lunch, though. Oh, she's ta- he's talking um, um, Ilsa about his dad's death. What if his dad did the CRS thing too? And he ended up killing himself because he couldn't oh. handle it anymore. And like left clues for his brother. Maybe. And he's going to go by himself, of course. Cable repair specialist on the van, CRS. Oh, I didn't even notice. Like, yeah. how, I bet it's been in the movie I bet so it's many been times. since the beginning and we just haven't noticed. Probably. wonder if we meet Christine again. Probably. So he goes to the address that was given for the cab company, but like it's a house. There's no cabs. Weird. Oh, no, he went to Christine's house. It's Michael D. Trenchcoat. He went to her house. We talked about trenchcoats a couple times. He goes and confronts her with the pictures because he thinks it was her, but she's like, no. She didn't say no. She said, what makes you think this is me? Which makes me think it was her. Maybe she's part of the whole well, thing. She's I think fucking with him. Everyone is. I think his brother was part of it. I think maybe even the cops. Maybe his lawyer. Nice apartment. It is a nice apartment. Very eclectic. I like that. Everything's very like ominous and weird. That's what I'm saying. Like the colors are very 
I like the coloring, the dark. And then he sees like a, she's got like a cross and a statue of Mary with a broken head. Yeah, porcelain Mary statue. That's reminiscent of the clown a little bit and super creepy. Oh my god, wait, her name's Christine. What if her initials are CRS? There's a lamp burning? Oh, because the tag is on the light and the tag is burning. Because all that stuff was just put there. I bet that her initials are CRS. She's in on it, Brendan. She's in on it. What was she going to do? She's like, I'll be right back. It's not actually her her place. And whoever he asked him to give him the address could have been in on it too. Fake books. Everything's like a prop. The drawers are empty. Oh, oh, man. What would you do? I would be so freaked out. That's slow, like, sinking in. Oh, the pictures are cut out of magazines. She, like, whispers that there's a camera. Uh Uh-oh. The cable van peeps are getting out of the cable van. Cable repair specialists. CRS. Oh, God. He takes out, like, a a recycle all kinds of cleaning supplies. Like, they're going to go murder them. They've got, like, machine guns, it looks like. I told you. Well, he wanted a more exciting life. It's true. (laughs) So now he's living in Mission Impossible, I guess. And they're running away again. Those are really good SWAT dudes. They, they did a good job sweeping the place. Except they didn't check the place where two dudes just walked by. Yep. Oh, man. They're like stormtroopers, Brandon. They can't hit shit. Well, his car could be, like, bugged. Could be. He just turned into, like, an awesome driver. Yeah, out of nowhere. He's, like, fast and furious driver. Going through alleys, pulling the handbrake. Oh, the van can't fit in the alleyway. Smart. Nice getaway. It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the wet bandits from Home Alone. He, she's right. Oh, he stopped the car. He's going to back it up and pick her up. And the music changed. Did you notice sure that? Did. Yeah, it did a little bit of a, my mind is like, what is happening? I keep trying to figure I'm out I'm like, is it like a simulation? Like maybe you're right. Oh, she called him Connie too. Oh, so she's been in on it since the beginning too. Oh, wow. They like froze his accounts to call his money. Oh, he's got, like, private accounts in Switzerland that they emptied out But he's stuff. just telling her about him. He's literally giving her the key. Yeah, like, now she's, like, learning all this information. And she's clearly listening intently. Or they took it all already. No, obviously all the money's gone. No, he's not rich anymore. Or they're just making him believe they got everything. We don't know, Alex. We don't know. They're all in Oh, my God. God. Oh, Jesus. It's a nice touch. He had to go pay for gas and shit because he doesn't have any money. It's a good switching of the roles. But she could still be part of it. Is that a thing? Do they actually cut your credit card in half? Do they? I don't know. Like, it always happens in movies where, like, your card is declined. And then they cut it in half. The credit card company told me to do this. Yeah, I don't think that's legally something people can do. Just cut your credit card in half. Well, I know, like, the card belongs to the company. Like, it doesn't belong to you. All right, but, like, random people can't just cut your card in half. He's at his dad's cabin in the woods, Brendan. Because <laughs> she said when they were in the under the stairs, she's like, it's a con. Yeah. It's a beautiful cabin. It is. Oh, they took his entire company's funds. Yeah. He broke his shit. He's a broke-ass bitch. You baby. Bab. Oh, look at that chessboard. It's nice. Chessboard. It's very nice. Oh, his lawyer is like, nothing's happening. He said his accounts are all the same still. Oh, his lawyer's in on it. Oh, shit, his lawyer is in on it. Cause yeah, well, maybe it's not. Maybe he's not. Maybe she's in on it. I don't know. Maybe Brandon. they're just like tapping his phone. They're just fucking with him. Oh, the tea. He drank the tea, dude. She drank Whoa. it. She she drugged him. And he gave her, like, his Switzerland thing, and, like, now he's tripping. Can you imagine being drugged in, like, those final moments when you've realized you're fucked? Yeah, like... Like, the amount do? of, like, betrayal and just, like, see? Oh, no. He just gave them everything. Yep. He was a target the whole time because they could get all this money from him. Maybe his father was, too. Maybe. His father killed himself to protect his family, maybe? Or they did the same thing to him and... Well, but all the money was still there for for this guy, so... Maybe they couldn't get to his father quick enough to drain the accounts, so now they're fucking with his son. Oh. Where is he? What the hell? He, like, woke up in a coffin. Dungeon. Yeah. It's like something out of the Texas Chainsaw I bet you it's like the cellar of the cottage. Like, there's like a root cellar or something. Oh, it's fucking cemetery. He literally woke up in a coffin in a cemetery. He's like in another country. Maybe, maybe. Okay, maybe the whole game was to like teach him some humility. Maybe. 
But like, where is he? He's in like Mexico or South America. I see some like Spanish clothes or Portuguese. he's, He's wearing like a white suit. And he's beat up, and he's... They, like, took his whole life away from him, and they sent him somewhere else in the world. Maybe they, like... He's gotta, like, start over. I don't know, man. I'm so confused. Now I'm, like, reading all the signs and everything, because I want to see if there's more CRS situations. He's in on it. He goes to the American embassy. They must have... Because he, he, they shipped him as, like, a corpse in a coffin, maybe. On your 18th birthday, your father's watch, love, mother. Damn. He sold his watch. And he got a taco. I believe it's a quesadilla. No, it's, a t- it's not a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> I would get off. Like, I'd be so terrified to, to talk to anyone or do anything. Because you don't know. I would just cry like, all the time. <laughs> I'd be so terrified. Look at him. He look, He's like, man, what a shitty day. <laughs> Everyone's looking at him like, the fuck, man? You look crazy. Random American dude in a dirty suit just on a Mexican bus. Now he's hitchhiking. He needs to make a sign that says, we'll give head for a ride. Now he's at Johnny's coffee shop. He's back in America or an English speaking place. But we don't know how he got there. He hitchhiked. He paid the embassy to get him a passport. They're teaching him what it's like. Like maybe the game is all about like what you said, Brendan. They teach him what it's like to not have Yeah, like like teach you what your life could be like if you don't change or to teach you how privileged you are maybe so that you appreciate your life it's got to be some sort of mind fuck it's got to be right like there's now i'm looking for i'm looking for csr baskin robbins i look for csr everywhere and i'm gonna see it in real life i bet you it's way more places than we think in the movie probably he goes home and it's his house is for foreclosed and he's climbing his fence He's very agile for a man who just turned 48. Seriously. Hope I'm not agile when I turn 48. Maybe they're sending him through like what his father went through so that he understands his father's sacrifice. Yeah, so he understands why his father committed suicide. The house looks somewhat back to normal. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like There's like 20 minutes left in this movie and I have no idea where it's going. Neither. What's he looking for? He's getting any money that he's got stored around the house. Do you keep money around the house? Not really, no. United cab. He had to take a cab instead of a limo. He's got a nice suit on. He's got some sort of To Kill a Mockingbird book. Oh, he's, no, he doesn't have a suit on. Oh. oh he's like, geez. where's my brother? What do you think? What do you think it is? How long do you think he's been in Mexico? A mm, couple months. CPR. Or CSR. His brother was taken to hospital. He goes to see his ex-wife. Like, it's his ex-wife, yeah. <laughs> She's in on it. Maybe they're just trying to get him back with his ex-wife so he's happy. Maybe. I don't know, man. He's like paranoid about water. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, it's got to be more simple than we're making it. Oh, he's apologizing to his ex-wife. Oh, there's a TV commercial playing in the background. Oh, he's going to try talking to the TV. He's like, someday I'll explain and he leaves. Can I borrow the elevators? He grabs it off the wall. I don't think he'd have enough strength to do that. Yeah, they were in there pretty good because people would try to steal the phone book. Yeah, he just, like, rips it off with one hand like the fucking Hulk. Oh, man, he's getting carjacked. Oh, he's got a gun. The the book. <laughs> the book was to hide a gun. Man, where do you keep yep. getting these guns? Well, the first one he took from the dude that was P.I. What? But something in Christian. Hey, why are you taking my picture? He's trying to track down the guy from CSR. But if he's just an actor, he doesn't know anything more. Jeez, he like tracked him down and pulled a gun on him while he's at the zoo with his kids. Oh, he's saying it's just a job. He's talking to the guy and he's like, I don't know. Like, oh, he's like, they own the whole building. Yeah, they move from floor to floor and say he's going to blow the whistle on him. But clearly, like, this could all be part of it. We don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. This is a psychological thriller. It is. Slow build up. It's like a really slow build into like, like the last 25 minutes where you're just like, what the fuck? I want to know. Some- where he where he ends up in Mexico. It's got like hitchhike home and stuff like. Oh, he has like a parking sticker. I want to meet the wizard, he says. Oh, the security is on him. Everyone's got CRS everywhere. They got it. This has got to be all Took his walkie-talkie. Obviously, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, adventure. He thinks he's lost everything. He's literally going to be... I'm I'm caught it right now. It's a dream. Sitting in the mesmerization room, watching the shitty videos happen. 
I don't think so. He's like, I didn't even, I've never been here before. Like, I can't help you. They're in like a cafeteria full of actors. Oh, is that the guy who tried to mug him? Yep. And that was the ant. It's like all the people we've seen in the background. The entire uh, movie. I bet if we look closer. It's literally everyone that works for the company. That he's interacted with, basically. Yep. Yep. There's the guy from fucking, what's it called? From Mexico, the U.S. Embassy. Christine. That was the cab driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. drove him off a cliff. I wonder if we look if we'll find all those people. Probably. Probably. I don't, like, oh, security comes in and just starts shooting people. I don't, what the hell is happening? Storewell, first of all, storewell, store, stair, storewell, stairwell doors don't have locks. They can't because they're emergency exits. Oh, they're on the roof. Clearly that door also had a lock. Oh, it's like, maybe it's just a reflection on his own self-importance. Yeah, maybe. Oh, because it's all fake? It's all fake, Brendan. The gun that the guard had was a plant. You you saw people falling to the ground. It's all fake, Brendan. She's gonna, he's gonna kill her. Oh, no. What do you think? I don't know. She's like, it's your birthday party. Your brother's fine. Is she telling the truth? He shot his brother. No way. Everyone was fine. No one was dead. What do you expect? What do you expect someone to do when you put them through that? I just, I don't know. I'm kind of let down a little bit. How are you feeling? Like, like, how do you? Oh my God. Cause they thought it was just a book. They didn't find the actual gun. I don't know how I feel. Well, I think the lesson we've learned here is keep a gun in a book in your house. Cause no one will find it ever. Oh, he's going to jump. I mean, he just killed his brother. Yeah. He's like, like, what the fuck? I don't understand. Maybe ultimately that was his destiny. Like that was a lot of shitty things for you to do to someone just like to give them a different perspective. You know, what do you expect is going to happen? Wait, what? He just fell off of a building into a giant inflatable, like one of those safe things. There was breakaway glass there. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I don't know what's happening. This could have been still part of it. Yeah, it was all still part of it. And it only ends when you try to kill yourself? I guess. Oh, look, his his maid person is there. uh, Who's that guy? That was his lawyer, I think, was it? I don't know. His brother's fine. His brother's not dead. And they all have CSR on them, all the paramedics. I was drugged and left for dead in Mexico, and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Wouldn't you beat the shit out of him? (laughs) I would just fucking clock him. I would fucking uppercut that motherfucker. It'd be like such a weird combination of relief and just like, I hate your face. It's like the the ultimate con because his brother's a con artist. How did they know he was going to jump off that side of the building, though? That's the real question. Well, if it's all a game, you sort of. Is that his, that's his wife? His ex-wife? Oh, it like finishes in like a huge celebration. But this could also be part of the game. Huh. Uh, <laughs> See? Thank God you jumped, because if you didn't... I'm so like... I'm actually like a little bit disappointed at how this ended. Maybe it was all just to get him to celebrate a birthday? Have a little bit of joy yeah, in his life? Like, like I, I don't, don't... I just think that it was just so outrageous, the shit that they did. You know, like I don't... Yeah, that is his lawyer. It was pretty cool. That's the guy that sells children's books. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. uh, who sold the company. (laughs) It's going to be, like, fucking ridiculous. That's the guy from the airport. (laughs) I wonder how much it was. Do we get to see? It's like $100 million. Like, it's got to be something insane. So it was all fake. Now they're all just partying for his birthday after putting him through hell. My brain is like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't... This is like what online dating was like in the past. (laughs) (laughs) You had to come up with a million dollar extravagant scheme. (laughs) Her real name is apparently Claire. We don't know. She invites him for coffee at the airport. He just left his lavish birthday party. Oh, it's because he was like so miserable living the same schedule all the time and like never doing anything he wanted to do or having fun. Now he's just going to ditch his birthday party and go to the airport with her and have coffee. I'm so confused. Like, obviously, like, that was like I, excitement and... I, I just like the, the amount of outrageousness that happened is like, wow. I honestly expected like a fa- I expected it all to be just just the game, like some thing, sort of virtual like, reality. Yeah, some sort of virtual reality thing, but it like was actually they shipped him off to Mexico and like. I mean, I do think the idea of like the idea of 
paying some company absurd amounts of money to make your life more interesting. And but it technically didn't make his life more interesting. It just gave him a couple interesting days of like craziness. And now he could potentially just go back to normal. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it taught him a lesson, but you could literally learn a lesson in way different ways than that. That looked like hell. I don't know, man. It was good. I enjoyed watching it. Just the end was like, it threw me off a little bit. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, Conrad, okay. like he is greeted by Conrad who is alive and the rest of the people from the game, everything has been staged. Conrad tells him this is his birthday present and he arranged it to help Nicholas become a better person and embrace life. But I don't, maybe I just wasn't listening, but okay. I mean, like, yeah, embrace life after you feel like shit from all the non like. At any point during that, he could have just been like, well, it's, I'm done. <laughs> I think it's the thing of like, okay, so David Fincher, who who directed the movie, and he didn't write the movie, but he directed the movie. He has said, the film is about a loss of control. It's about how movies dole out information. The purpose of the game is to take your greatest fear, put it this close to your face and say, there, you're still alive. It's all right. Weird. Hmm. Well, it is true, though. Movies will give you, like, all the information that you expect to get when you're watching a movie. But, like, even a synopsis of this movie didn't give me anything. And then yeah. watching it, I was like, I, I never knew what was happening. I felt like I was just, like, clueless the entire time. It, like, it, they did a good job of, like, getting there. It did what it was meant to do, I think. Yeah. I mean, it was a huge budget movie. $170 million budget. A movie like that would not do well nowadays. I, I, I would watch that again. I would watch it again right now. I would now. too. I would watch it again just to see the other, like, where yeah. they all are. What else we can pick out. I like, honestly, as much of a drawn out intro beginning that it had, it kept our attention really well. Yeah, I, I don't think there was one point during this movie where I stopped paying attention to it, which is nice. Pretty good for 1997, if you ask me. David Fincher later admitted in interviews he was not proud of the movie his wife had told him who was also a producer had told him to not make the movie because he didn't he feels like he didn't figure out the third act completely he thought the move the ending would be funny right yeah that's the one thing that i was i was like the ending just feels a little bit stale but i guess that's how you're supposed to feel because that's probably how he felt like when it was over he was like relieved that it wasn't real but also like oh but my life is kind of boring you know like i'm back in my regular life the birthday effect sometimes called the birthday blues is a statistical phenomenon where an individual's likelihood of death appears to increase on or close to their birthday hmm. interesting studies don't do not consistently show this effect hmm I don't know, because it's uh, people are positing that maybe it's because people tend to look back on their lives and realize you're too career driven, or maybe his brother was worried that, that was going to happen to him. It was very interesting. Huh. <laughs> it was very good at keeping your attention. But I kind of get what David Fincher was saying about not having the the end. Yeah, I, I understand that too. Like I completely It get was it. a relief, but end. at the same time, you're like, what? It left me feeling, like, unsatisfied, I think, is the best way to put it. Hmm. <laughs> You're still like, huh. Yeah, it makes me want to watch Seven, because I've never seen I've never seven. seen it, but Red people Dead, are but saying that's... that that is, that was the follow-up to Seven. Yeah, it was, his, it was the director's, uh, David Fincher, it was his follow-up movie. He wrote Seven as well, and directed it. <laughs> that's the thing I was on reviews. Amazon.co.uk because they have the best reviews. One-star reviews. Garbage. Clueless, plotless, mindless, <laughs> absurd, nothingness. I watched the whole thing looking for some redeeming merit. Maybe I was spoiled watching Deception last night. By comparison with Deception, this was pure crap. <laughs> I found the storyline complicated beyond words. Switched it off after 45 minutes, having realized that things were unlikely to change. Nothing wrong with Michael Douglas. I am a big fan of his. The game has the worst ending of any movie I can think of right now. If you thought it was a good ending, do yourself a favor. Replay the movie, for real or in your head, <laughs> how close Douglas's character comes to being killed. And replay the ending and his reaction when he discovers it's all a game. The Twilight Zone was more in tune to human nature than this is. <laughs> Do not waste your time, says the Archangel. Absolute rubbish. 
technically below subnormal. I presume Mr. Douglas was desperate for money and the budget for lighting was $100. If I had paid money for this, I would be beating my head against a brick wall. I nominate this film for a place among the 10 worst of all time. Watching this movie gave me a migraine. Trick the man for his birthday. The movie, this movie is behind the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. What if Michael Douglas My had jumped God. off the other side of the building? Thank you, Byron, yeah. from Amazon.co.uk. I feel like I'm exactly. the only person that doesn't get it. Worst film I've ever seen. Everything is predictable. Next birthday present, I will do this for my mom and hope she doesn't end up in a mental hospital or jump off the wrong side of a building. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the concept of like pulling a prank like this to like change someone's life perspective for their birthday. But also, for one, it was probably like two weeks after his birthday when the movie ended because of all the bullshit that he had to go through and getting back from Mexico and stuff. And number two, like, he could have died. I don't know. Scam attention, says Olivier Mallet. To all lovers of co- and collectors of special editions, pay attention to this scam. I spend fortunes buying the metal boxes on Amazon. When it is a limited edition, no bonus, no DVD, I have been scammed. Because he didn't get the collector's edition. Well, David Fincher directed Alien 3. Interesting. I read the other reviews. This is the last one. I read the other reviews and I remain puzzled. The movie is a few years old and I bought it to review because I think it it's really brilliant and original. The bad surprise is that there. Oh, this is from uh, Amazon it, Ital, Italian Amazon Italy Amazon. Okay, is that the that. Is that in the French version, there is no Italian language. In a nutshell, I don't mean to see it. And like me, even most people, I assume it's of my own aptitude. I wonder, and I think it is appropriate to ask, and anyone else who wrote reviews, and do not present it, in what kind of language they saw it. Why beware? Can be seen in Russian, Portuguese, Afghan, Arabic, Castellano, even in Mandarin. But in Italian? No. I'm very ink too. What? I don't know. I think that I could just know, be man. the translation is. I think he's I think I think he's very upset that there's no Italian, but he likes the movie. That's a wrap. <laughs> Another folks. episode of Refined Cinema, episode twenty-three. Yeah, Brendan, you watch out your next birthday. This is happening. Refined 90s Cinema. Refined90cinema.com.